Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Commencement and Dover Law Firm presents the Miami Heat Audio Experience Post-Game Show. On the home of the Miami Heat. AM 560 Sports WQAM. FM 99.9 HD2. And always live on the free Odyssey app. Demesman and Dover Law Firm. YourAccidentAttorneys.com. Free consultations 24-7 at 866-954-MORE. Sponsored by UHealth. University of Miami Sports Medicine Institute experts. Treat athletes of all levels. Elite pros. Active adults. And youth athletes. Recover your game. Visit YouHealthSportsMedicine.com. Well, Heat Nation, not the night we expected. Right now, I was expecting to be watching Jimmy Butler raise the Larry Bird Eastern Conference Finals MVP trophy and the Miami Heat hoisting the Bob Cousy Eastern Conference Finals trophy. And instead, I'm looking over to my right, and the TNT broadcast is about to break down. And you got the Celtics fans who stuck around to talk a little bleep to Charles and Kenny and Shaq. You know, they're feeling themselves after a victory. So not tonight you were expecting, Heat Nation, as you're on your way home right now. Final score, Boston 116, Miami 99. No trophy celebration tonight. And the Heat's perfect home record in the playoffs. It comes to an end. Tatum. And the Celtics finally get their shooting night. This one, you know, felt decent at halftime. Heat, six-point lead. Miami never really found that dynamic groove in the first half, but you still felt confident, right, going into that halftime break that this was still your game. Then the third quarter happened. That's the type of third quarter I was expecting from Boston in game three. They shoot seven of 12 from deep. Tatum had 14 alone, and Jimmy Butler, who had a nice quarter, 15 points outside of him, Miami goes ice cold. And then in the fourth quarter, you actually cut it to five with around nine minutes to go, but then Boston, they just put it on Miami. They break open on that 18-0 run earlier in the game. Miami was able to respond, but in that fourth quarter, the Heat, they just never had a real legitimate response where they were able to punch back and take it to Boston. Um, 
and, and that's what's most frustrating, I think, about this game where all postseason long, you've had that response in you. And they had it a bit in the third quarter despite an 18-0 run from Boston. Miami, because of Jimmy Butler, was really able to come back out and make it a game again, right? Jimmy hits a three. It's a four-point deficit only. But in that second half, it's hard to overcome this. Boston shoots 25 of 44, 57%. I told you, 7 of 12 from three. Miami, they made just 14 field goals in the second half out of 40 attempts. That's 35%. That's hard to overcome. And when Boston just shoots the lights out on you, 19 of 45 from deep overall in the game, they shoot over 42%. That's the key number right there. When Boston shoots over 40% from three in a game, they almost never lose. And when they shoot under, they're a below 500 ball club this season. And it stays true in the postseason because the first three games, Miami kept them under 40%, and Miami won easily most of those games. In the one game, they shoot over 40%. Boston gets it done. You had Jimmy Butler missing layups at times in the fourth quarter. Bam Adebayo offensively didn't really show up tonight. And the Heat, 15 turnovers. That's very unorthodox for this group. 15 turnovers. When Miami needed to execute down the stretch, it just never clicked. It never came together how we're used to throughout this postseason. And truthfully, I was telling Tommy Tighe, kind of felt like Miami lacked a little bit of energy that they needed. Jimmy Butler, if you were listening to the network there, he kind of alluded to it. You know, you expected them to come out with a purpose tonight, like they wanted to win this game, like they really wanted to close this series out, send a message to Boston. And uh, in the second half, that just didn't happen. That wasn't the same team we saw in the second half of game three. And that sucks because now this one goes back to Boston. They have a little bit of motivation now. They feel like they're not going to lose two straight and then followed up by losing a third straight on their home floor. And worst case scenario, right? Going back to Boston for game seven. But I will say this. The good news, Miami, they're up 3-0 teams. After yesterday when the Nuggets were able to close out the Lakers, 0-150 in playoff series, best of seven playoff series when trailing three games to nothing. And Miami still has a 3-1 advantage. Let's go out to the interview room. It's Caleb Barton right now at the podium. There was a lot of aggression, and then it just turned in the second half. Was there a specific reason something you stopped doing, something they started doing? How did the energy of the game just switch so dramatically there? Mm, I think we just missed shots that we typically were making. Um, sometimes it's just how the game goes. I mean, you miss a couple, they go on a, you know, they go on a run, and they hit a couple shots, and uh, floodgates kind of open for them, and the basket got a little water for guys, and um, sometimes it just happens. Uh, Caleb, it felt like a lot of your guys' turnovers tonight came in the paint. It looked like it was really crowded in there. Mm-hmm. Did you felt like maybe Boston was trying uh, adjusting defensively? Did it feel more crowded, or what do you think kind of resulted in some of those turnovers? Uh, definitely, yeah. I think they were, you know, crowding the paint. Um, they were being very active. And, you know, I mean, they had a couple turnovers, a couple deflections uh, that led to turnovers for us. Um, you know, um, they just, uh, you know, that's what happens. You know, you play desperately knowing the season's on the line and, you know, uh, you know, guys are active and they're playing hard and, you know, they did what they're supposed to do. 
Uh, Jimmy was just up here, and he didn't seem too concerned after the loss. But what, what do you feel like needs to be better um, in Boston in a couple of days? Uh, just get better at what we were doing, you know. Um, really, the biggest thing is putting this one behind us and understanding we had another one. That's the um, that's the good thing about you know having to go to four is that we got another one and uh, have the opportunity to go play them at their place. And um, you know, so um, that's a, that's a, that's the good thing about the position that we're in right now is that you know we have the opportunity and we just got to make sure we come correctly and, and come take and go take care of business in Boston. Caleb, they've, they've probably got too many shooters to shoot poorly, you know, forever. But was there any difference in the the quality of looks they were getting, or you know, in the same way, were your guys' closeouts the same as they had been in the first three, three games? Uh, yeah, I just, you know, we definitely didn't uh, make them miss as much as that we that we did throughout the series. It was one of them games that um, they got open looks and guys were going there and making the right plays, and um, you know, you see a couple other ones go in and. You know, you get you get confident, and um, those other guys feed off that. Like you said, they got a you know uh, a good group of guys who can re- uh, who can really shoot the ball from the outside. And it was just one of them days that they got a roll in today. Um, so you know, we'll do a better job on our closeouts, our shrinks, and you know whatever else we have to do, get it done. Caleb, uh, how disappointing was it not uh, being able to clinch at home uh, one year after uh, Boston clinched out on your court? Uh, it's de- it's definitely disappointing. Um, uh, that'd have been a perfect world, perfect situation. But you know, as you know, as we know, and everybody else knows that we don't typically get things the easy way over here. So, um, like I said, this is this is right up our alley. Um, uh, you know, this is this is the way it it goes for us and guys like us. And you know, I, again, I think it's only going to prepare us for the long run. So um, we need to. Uh, you know, this could be good for us. Yeah, appreciate y'all. That's Caleb Martin there from the podium. You know, this Heat team, they're going to remain confident. You know they feel like they can go into Boston and beat them. And, you know, truthfully, I was talking with Amy Audibert right uh, in between the broadcast going into the postgame show, and she kind of made it seem like she feels this team, they strive off of having to go into a hostile environment. And they strive knowing that, you know, they dropped the ball today and they have to come back and they're going to be upset and they're going to really respond, have some type of response. So that's what you're hoping for there. And that's kind of the sense you get listening from Spo, the sense you get listening from Jimmy Butler, and the sense you get listening from Caleb Martin as well. No time to panic, Heat Nation. You're still up three games to one. And that's the cushion you gave yourself winning three in a row and two straight in Boston. You just got to go do it again after taking two in Beantown. On the other side, we'll hear from Bam Adebayo. Plus, Tommy Ty gives us his final thoughts on tonight's loss. The Miami Heat, they lose 116-99 to Boston. They still lead the Eastern Conference Finals three games to one. The NBA Finals doesn't happen yet. Not just yet. We'll wrap things up on the cool down. On the other side, you're listening to 560 WQAM. Let's get back to the Heat Post Game Show on WQAM. Presented by DeMesman and Dover Law Firm. On the home of the Heat. AM 
560 Sports, WQAM, FM 99.9 HD2. And always live on the free Odyssey app. Sponsored by UHealth. Visit UHealthSportsMedicine.com. The Miami Heat do not clinch their way to the NBA Finals tonight. They lose to the Boston Celtics in Game 4. Celtics avoid the sweep. Put away your goals. Put away the pots and pans. We'll save it for another night, hopefully Thursday, when this series goes back to Beantown. Tonight, 116.99. The Celtics win this one quickly. Tonight's player of the game, it's sponsored by Toyota of North Miami. Your next truck or SUV is at Toyota of North Miami. Chat with us online 24-7 at toyotaofnorthmiami.com. Hablamos Español, French, and Creole, Toyota of North Miami. It's Jason Tatum, 34 points tonight. Hit five tray balls. He was 14 of 22, finally got the game from Tatum that I know the Celtics have been hoping for. As much as it pains me, Heat fans, I don't want to do it, but Jason Tatum deserves it tonight, and uh, he was your player of the game. For the Heat, player of the game, obviously Jimmy Butler with 29 points tonight, but that just wasn't enough to lift you over that really good Celtic shooting tonight, 19 of 45 from deep. Tommy, I'll bring you in here, Tommy Tig, Heat Network, Heat Radio Network host. Um, you good with that, Jason Tatum, MVP tonight? Absolutely. Yeah. I will say this, though. Uh, it wasn't just him alone. You right. take a look at what else they had out there, knocking down 19 threes, but they had six players in double figures. Yeah. Uh, you expect... Uh, you know, Tatum and Brown to be those types of players to lead the way, which exactly Tatum did tonight in a must-win game. And he's been doing that in elimination games throughout these playoffs. I mean, he's just that type of player. Uh, but he's also the kind of guy that could also uh, end up going 0 for 10 in game six in the first half like he did in Philadelphia. So I don't think that, all right, let's hope this is not something we continue to see. He's capable of doing it, but there are times that he can be taken off his game. That would be fun. O of six in the first half from Tatum. I'm, I'm down for that. Well, I, I like O of ten better, but <laughs> O of six would be fine as a start. Um, so, you know, tonight you don't get that shooting from Miami in the third quarter that you got in game three. But, you know, they, they still made their runs, Tommy. Boston goes on an 18-0 run, and, and the Heat were really able to respond. 29 points from Jimmy Butler. But you just never felt like the Heat, in my opinion, clicked tonight, right? Like they never got into that groove is what I said in the first segment that we're used to seeing them in where ball movement is just remarkable. Guys are dashing to the rim. They're getting easy quality looks in game three. Mm -hmm. Duncan Robinson, Max Struess, Caleb Martin. And outside of a couple turnovers that they turned into easy looks for Caleb Martin in transition, the Heat, they didn't have those easy looks tonight. They had to work hard for their shots. And I think that was the difference tonight of why their offense, it just never clicked. I'm with you. There's no question in my mind in the third quarter it was all Jimmy Butler. And there's nothing wrong with that. When he scores 56 points and 42 points, hey, I wanted to give him the ball every single time as well. But in the first half, Caleb Martin and Gabe Vincent were very effective. And uh, really, they didn't do a heck of a lot. And with Bam in foul trouble, he didn't get much of an opportunity to do much. Right. So besides Jimmy Butler, not much was happening. On the other side of the floor, Everybody was contributing in the third quarter into the fourth quarter with those runs that they were putting together. So I think that was the major factor. You're right. Uh, you need Vincent. You need Struess. You need Martin. You need other players, Bam, to pick up their play, whether it happens in game five or game six. It doesn't matter to us as long as they end up winning the series. But 
you definitely need more like you played in the first three games than you did in game four tonight. The shooting for Miami, 8 of 32 from deep and overall 40. Where have we heard that before? Yeah, 44%. That doesn't surprise me uh, because we've heard it before. True. This certainly looked more like the regular season Heat team, the team that lost in the playing tournament in terms of shooting the basketball. Uh, but you know what did surprise me tonight? 15 turnovers for Miami. That's, for how many points? Right, and 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 that's that's something that you know you 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 shoot yourself in the foot with those turnovers, and beyond the fact that it allows Boston to come down the other end and and get easier looks, and obviously get into their their sets much much uh you know much quicker. You know, I'm looking at Miami with how bad at times they played in the second half, how poorly they shot. They still had that chance to come back and make this a game several times, not just the five point deficit they cut it to, but even, you know, 12-point game, four and a half minutes to go. Tommy, it's right there. All they have to do is execute the way that they've done it all postseason long, and it was just turnover after turnover and really just sloppy play, I think, late down the, uh, down the stretch of this game, which I'm sure the Heat, when they watch the film, they'll be upset with. So it was a bit unorthodox from this Heat team considering the postseason run they've had, especially doing that so well executing. Well, especially the way they've played against Boston over the course of the season in the four regular season games. And I know we're going back to October, November, that they played a couple of the games, but it was 76-39 to 39 that you had an advantage on this team as far as turnovers were concerned. And in the first three games of the series, you had beaten them in the turnover battle as well. And you know this as well as anybody, Alejandro. You you covered the football this past year for the Dolphins. In the NFL, it's more prevalent than any place else. Whoever wins the turnover battle usually wins the game. Yeah, of course, it happens every once in a while, more often than not, I should say, in the NBA. But you can't allow them to have 26 points off turnovers in your building and expect to walk away with a victory. Even though you were nine points ahead after the Struce basket, up six at the half, playing pretty good up till that, I guess, three-minute part of the uh, third quarter. The next thing you know is they go on an 18-0 run. Before you know it, you have to play catch-up from that point on. So many times over the course of these playoffs, we've seen them come back against New York, against this team, against uh, Milwaukee in the first round. You kind of expected it to happen. When they got within 88-83, unfortunately, it just did not happen because that's the way Boston was playing the game tonight. Much better defensively, much more active, and taking advantage of most of the opportunities they got. Jimmy Butler, we heard it during your uh, the, the portion of your network uh, post-game show didn't seem you know flustered obviously he's not happy with the result but kind of just saying yeah we have to fix up some stuff we'll go into Boston we'll be all right mm -hmm. um, look they've done it twice clearly they can go up there again but do you do you agree with me and it'll just come down to shot making truthfully I, I, I kind of expressed to you that I really don't think Boston did anything different tonight I don't think that made their shots right other than that right I don't think Missoula went into his bag and coached up some master class tonight and and he showed every you know he showed up all the haters i i really I, I don't feel that way i'm not taking anything away from boston we know they're a good team we were as surprised as, as most that the heat were up 3-0 after taking two mm -hmm. but again I, I just don't feel like they did anything different other than their shots went in today and i think that's what it's going to come down to can Boston continue to outshoot Miami in this series? Well, think back to game six last year when these two teams played, and everybody up in Boston had the feeling, oh, we're back home. We have a 3-2 lead. We're going to take this one and go home. And Jimmy Butler played that type of game, one of the best games a Heat player has ever played in that situation, and forced a game number seven. I'm not saying Jimmy Butler is going to go out and do that in game five or game six or whatever it is. It would be nice to see, but you're going to need to play a heck of a lot better as a team, including him 
you know, throughout the entire contest who beat a very good club. This is the number two seed for a reason, Alejandro. This is a team who was in the finals last year, has most of their core guys back. To lose a game, whether it's here, where they beat you three times last year in the playoffs, or it's up there. It really doesn't matter that much. Give them credit for being that good that night, just like we gave a lot of credit to Miami in game three for being as good as they were in this building. You got to look at it realistically. You still have chances to win this thing. You just can't put all your eggs in one basket that, man, we lost game number four at home. We should have gotten it. Maybe you should have in a certain way, but they took it away from you and give them credit because they're so good. Oh, and at 150, Tommy. Oh, and 150. Um, and, and that will remain true until somebody can accomplish what has never been accomplished well, let's hope before. that's happening somewhere down the road and not Agreed. here. Agreed. Uh, Tommy Tig, thank you very much. Always a pleasure. And I will speak to you Thursday. Sounds Hopefully good. Hopefully not Saturday, but Thursday. <laughs> well, I'm on Heat Weekly on Saturday. Anybody <laughs> wants right. to come talk to me, I'm, I get kind of lonely during that program sometimes. Tommy Tig, thank you very much. Anytime. We'll listen to Bam Adebayo on the other side. We have his thoughts. He spoke at the podium just minutes ago. Our producers back in the studio have turned it around for us. We'll take a quick break here, and we'll wrap things up on the other side. Again, the Heat. They lose 116 to 99. This is the cooldown. I'm Alejandro Solana live from the Caseya Center, and this is 560 WQAM. Welcome back to the Heat Post Game Show on WQAM, presented by Domesman and Dover Law Firm on the home of the Heat. AM 560 Sports, WQAM, FM 99.9 HD2, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Sponsored by UHealth. Visit uhealthsportsmedicine.com. Heat lose 116-99 tonight at the Kaseya Center. No trophy celebration. The Celtics come into Miami and they ruin the party. And for the first time in what feels like a long time, the Miami Heat lose a game. And South Florida doesn't get to celebrate, right? We've had... Six straight days of wins. Think about that. Heat, then the Panthers, then the Heat again, then the Panthers. Both of them on the road winning the first four. Then both of them coming home and winning at home both of their first home games. And here you go, first one where the Heat or the Panthers lose in the Eastern Conference Finals. Hopefully that's not the case tomorrow when the Panthers wrap it up. But unfortunately tonight, Boston just got the best of the Heat and they send this one back to Boston. So game four will be 8.30 p.m. on Thursday. Before we wrap things up here, let's go out and hear from Bam Adebayo. He spoke down from the press conference room just moments ago. He was asked what the difference in tonight's game was. I mean, what went differently? They made shots. Uh, they shot 50 from the field and 40 from three. Um, and this is... You know, we always said the last one to get is, is the hardest one to get. Uh, so we knew coming into this game they was going to be desperate. Uh, <clears throat> and now we got we to gotta finish business in Boston. Bam, this reminds me a little of after that game in New York when you came into the interview room there and said you had to do better and had to do more. Was there something specifically they held you down with tonight? And do you exit this game with that same feeling you sort of spoke to us about in New York? Uh yeah. You know, I have four turnovers. Uh, only shot the ball seven times. So, yeah, uh, I missed two free throws back-to-back. Um, so, for me, man, 
Next game's the, uh, I gotta be better. Uh, Bam, it felt like Boston was maybe making a more concerted effort tonight to crowd the paint, uh, regardless of who got in there. Did you notice anything they did differently defensively that kind of changed the way you guys played offense? I mean, they're desperate. Uh, like I said, the back is, backs are against the wall, so, you know, they're going to play desperate. They're going to try to figure out ways to, <clears throat> you know, to disrupt our, our our game flow. But, you know, the biggest thing about us, we, you know, we got to retaliate. Damn, J- Jason can obviously, he can get his, his points, but was there anything that wasn't happening today defensively against him that maybe had been happening down the stretch of the last few games? Uh... I think he just got hot. Uh, you know, he's a he, he's one of the tough players in this league. Uh, he got hot tonight. Bam, uh, closeout games seem to be hard um, at home, but on the road they seem to be harder. Um, what What is it going to take for you guys to rally the troops and, and get the job done on the road um, after losing uh, the first home game this postseason? I mean, come out and set the tone. I feel like that's the biggest thing. Set the tone and uh, stick to our identity and play more detailed basketball. Bam, obviously, you, you mentioned your turnovers there, but obviously as a team, you know, they capitalize on it, on the turnovers that you guys commit um, commit as a team. Uh, you, you mentioned the frustration, but can you stand out? What, what stood out to the flow of the offense, though, when you see that recipe? Like I asked Coach Bo about the recipe of the turnovers and shots not falling. Uh... I mean, if you're turning the ball over and you're not getting shots on goal, <clears throat> it's gonna be it's gonna be hard to win in this league. You know, the biggest thing for us is get shots on goal and take care of the ball. Yeah, Bam Adebayo, I couldn't have said it any better myself. You turn the ball over 15 times and you don't score the basketball, uh, you're not gonna win many basketball games. So that's kind of uh, exactly what went on tonight. And I also like how Bam opened up this presser where he was asked what was different tonight. And the bottom line, Celtics made shots that he didn't. I really do think it's that simple. Obviously, you can dive a little bit deeper into it, why the Heat were unable to get the looks that had, you know, been coming so easily for them throughout the first three games, certainly in the second half of game three. And you can credit the Celtics defense for ramping up a bit in the second half. But bottom line, their shots went down tonight at that rate that we hadn't seen yet in this series. And the hope now for Miami is that, one, they can respond, right? You go to Boston, you respond, you're able to punch them back in the mouth first and um, and and hopefully steal another one. But also, their shooting is just not going to be as good. And I think if, if you're the Heat so far through four games, they've had one game where they've shot the ball the way we saw tonight and three games where they haven't. So certainly the odds... They lie in the favor of it not happening again the way it happened tonight where they shoot 57% in the second half from the field. Tomorrow, Panthers on QAM. Puck drop will be at 8 p.m. Doug Plagans, Billy Lindsay, Kevin Rogers, they'll get you set 7 p.m. on 560 WQAM. And then Thursday, you will hear from me again, 7 p.m. preheat. We'll do it from our... Studios and El Portal, because this one will be in Boston, 8.30 p.m. Tip-off. Jackson, Amy have to board Heat Force 1 and head back out to the TD Garden. Tommy Tig and I will have you settled prior to tip-off. Heat Nation, thank you very much. 
Sorry tonight was not what we were all expecting it to, but uh, hopefully they'll get it done on Thursday. Thank you very much to our engineer, Gary Abar. Hopefully I don't see you for two and a half weeks, uh, which would mean the Miami Heat have clinched their way to the NBA Finals, and uh, it means I would not see you on Saturday, Gary. So that is uh, that is the hope. Thank you to our producers, Matthew Wilson and Trevor Harris, back in the studio. Jason Jackson, Amy Audibert, they're excellent tonight on the broadcast. Tommy Tig. He was excellent, as always. Heat Nation, talk to you tomorrow, 2 to 6, on Hawkman and Crowder. And I'll talk to you el jueves for another edition of Miami Heat Playoff Basketball right here on your home for the Miami Heat, 560 WQAM. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.